Hey everybody, this is Chomiro. <laughs> um, as you probably already know, because you're listening and you've probably listened before, if this is your first time, thank you. Um, I had a bit in mind, but I'm now going back on that bit and falling back on the cushion of the ordinary hey everybody, because I got nervous to trying new things. Anyways, I'm Joe. Hey everybody, with me as always, well not as always, but sometimes with Michael. I'm disappointed, Michael, today because I want to know Joe's bit. <laughs> he is very disappointed. Um, and then, last but not least, or maybe least, who knows, Robert. Least Bert here. Yeah, <laughs> least Bert. <laughs> so, how you guys doing? I'm good. I'm very tired. Um, I feel like I, I feel always come. I feel like I always get on Jamiro and say I'm tired, but <laughs> it's just I'm more tired than usual for some reason. Like last night, I was just like ready to pass out for for a lot longer than I should have been ready to pass out, and I still feel that way for some reason. I don't feel sick. I just feel like I need sleep. I just I I don't know. Yeah, I want to die. <laughs> don't. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> All right, well. well that was right. easy <laughs> you convinced me i love it i love it rob how you been i'm great i'm eating peanut butter uh right out of the jar right now good what What are you using to get the peanut butter Say fingers. Um, my, yeah my bare hands oh okay yes. that, that, that's no, fair i'm using a oh. spoon because i'm not oh. i'm not some cretin i too am disappointed now i thought you were I actually think I'm just gonna like put my Yes, no. I would. I would. No doubt about it. I Grubby would fingers in the peanut butter. You know how many germs are on your hands? Wash your hands before you eat like a normal person. Yeah, but still. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll that do it. Um, well, yeah, peanut butter is good. I like it. You know, I'm you know what's better, though? Oh, what's... sorry. No, no, you go first. It's a really important comment, so thank you for letting me go, Robert. Um, you know what's really good? Peanut butters and apple slices. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's pretty uh, good. Speaking of slices, I have a bunch of orange slices here, and I'm half tempted to try and combine Do the it. two. Try it right now. Try it right good. now, please. I please. Bet it's really good. Putting the spoon in the peanut butter. Got a little bit. Got my orange slice. Putting it on right now and down the hatch. It's strange. But is it good? It's, it's not bad. Hmm. I I think I've mentioned this before when we talked about combining weird foods or something like that, but I'm a firm believer that peanut butter makes almost anything better. This is actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, trademark it, Robert. Trademark it. So no one listens right. to this steals the idea. <laughs> yeah, let's do a quick Google search for orange peanut I'll, butter. I'll sue. <laughs> it's certainly already a thing. Orange peanut butter, God, not orange crackers with peanut butter in them. That's not helpful at all. <laughs> yeah, those things. I know what those things are. You know what, Robert? I don't know if this is a thing yet. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> trade first, trade market. You got to trade market. Official Jomiro snack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it to the store. That's right. Buy our merch. That we don't have. <laughs> um, you're wrong, actually. Yeah. We do have merch. We do God. have merch. It's not public. 
It, it is not. very public if someone just you know messages us. Yeah. <laughs> Join the Patreon. You can buy our merch there. Now that does not exist. The Patreon yeah, but... is a myth. First, one day, one day the Patreon will exist. Set us up a Patreon. So if you are that, listening, set this up. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how that works at all. <laughs> we'll give you 5% off the store one-time use. That's right. Power to the players. <laughs> if if you set us up a Patreon and we compensate you by giving you a 5% off coupon, you should unionize against us. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds good to me. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, Joey, what do you got for us? Um, wait, before we get into that, oh. how are you? How how are you, Joe? Oh, I'm I'm doing all right. Uh, work, <laughs> work, <laughs> work has been a little tough recently, but like I'm living, I'm surviving. Um, this is one of the things I look forward to. You know, helps me get through, get me through my week. This and a few other things, but like this is up there. So I'm doing doing better. Um. That's about it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no problem, Joe. <laughs> um, can you t- can you tell us what your bit was, though? Yeah. How? Um. Yeah, sure. How about I just go through it right now? Y'all ready? <laughs> <laughs> do it. I guess I might I might <laughs> steal this when you do it and put it back at the beginning. That's fine. <laughs> All right. This is all staying in. Yeah, that's okay. Are you ready? All right, yeah. all right. Joe Miro. Oh, hold on. It's not done. It's not done. What? Choose your host. Joe. Hey, I'm Joe. Kit Michael. <clears throat> That's your cue. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. I will wait. <laughs> I had to mute my mic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will wait to continue this bit. <laughs> it's me, Michael. <laughs> Robert. What's up? I don't believe you're. Select your platform. <laughs> All right, thanks for showing us that bit, Joey. Don't worry, you can stop now, please. <laughs> Three, two, one, begin. Hey, everybody. It was like a video game, you know? (laughs) That was the Chomiro video game. (laughs) Chomiro was the home screen, and the dun-dun-dun was selecting through the menu, and the dun was was clicking on stuff. And then it was the the host select, which is like a character select. You get it? You got it? You know, I've got a regular Joe Miro folder, and I've got a Joe Miro uh, cut content folder, and I need to open up a, a un- relentlessly cringy folder for Joe Miro. <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that, that was my bit. Um, so what do you think? I, uh, 
<laughs> Remember when I said everything was going to stay in? I'm I'm second thinking. I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> if you cut it, I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, keep it. Everything stays. That's why I, that's why I ditched it last second. <laughs> You're like, wait, maybe I shouldn't do this. I was going to say, it was like a 10 second pause when we started. I was like, what's going on? Because I was mentally preparing to go through it. And then I was like, I just can't. <laughs> It's not as good as I thought it was in my brain. <laughs> Whew, oh right. God! Now that we, just add that to last week's episode. Just go back to the <laughs> I love you. Thank you, all that are listening. I hope you also enjoyed it. All right. Uh, before we dive into things, we have a voice message. Oh, Michael, yeah. bring that up. Oh my god, I forgot. I haven't listened to it yet. I, have. I told her I would it's, wait to listen to it live. It's a good one. So we got a uh, message from Joey's girlfriend, Kristen. About she's on the finally on the uh, show. She's finally on the show. This <laughs> she, is her day. She's real. I, I promise she's real. You can listen right now. You can believe <laughs> me. I can also um, independently confirm that Kristen will join um, as an official guest at some point too. She told me that independently absolutely yep i'm not lying you heard it here first insider news on joe miro (laughs) i'm I'm still i'm still getting over the bit (laughs) (laughs) i i can still feel it internally (laughs) and i'm trying i'm trying to reset (laughs) i feel just permanently scarred honestly (laughs) um uh oh yeah it's on the it's on the topic of uh 4d movies and uh 4d experiences so i'll go ahead and play it right now Okay, so you guys were talking about 4D in movies, and it made me think of two things. Joe was on the, like, not shout out to Joe, but um, he was on the right track with Disney doing 4D things. Like, they have 4D rides where there are scents, and they even have normal rides like Pirates of the Caribbean. Whenever you go through, there are scents, like, you can smell rum, and you can smell different things, and it's, like, super interactive. But the reason I wanted to voice in gonna sound kind of wild but when I was a kid I remember this vividly I went to go see Rugrats in the Wild I believe and like in the mail or like something included with your ticket was this like scratch and sniff and it went along with the movie like at certain parts of the movie it like showed you a picture and you had to scratch and you sniffed so and then you like got to smell what they would have been smelling in the movie. I like how she went out of her way to say, not shout out to Joey. (laughs) (laughs) After that, I think it's justified. You know, yeah, I I agree. Um, Anyways, that's pretty cool. You have like an interactive paper with your movie, like a scratch and sniff. I would take that nowadays, honestly. I I played this for when I listened to this, Rollins was in the room with me. And she remembered it. She was like, oh, my God, she's right. I do remember that. And now listening to it a second time, I vaguely feel like I remember something like that, too. I don't know if I experienced Rugrats in the Wild or whatever it is, like, for myself or if, like, friends told me about it or something. But it sounds, like, kind of familiar. Um, It's just funny because I feel like there was a lot of experimentation with this stuff. And maybe it's just because we're not kids anymore. So we're not mm-hmm. as, as exposed to this this sort of, like like, gimmicky marketing stuff like that. But, like... I I feel like there was a lot of experimentation 
with that kind of stuff like in the mid 2000s and I, I i personally don't see it anymore like i know there are 4d theaters but like that's about it that i'm aware of yeah i i, I was gonna say i i think you're right early 2000s is when i remember so many like scratch and sniff things on like candy as well i feel yeah. like it was like bottle caps and spree and uh sweethearts all had <clears throat> they all had like this like on the what the hell's happening to my throat oh my god <laughs> the chocolate or the peanut butter it's the peanut butter yeah i guess never mix those two holy crap <laughs> <laughs> what's happening to me recuperate do not die on jomiro while, while you figure that out um there was a uh, not really a ride but like an entertainment thing in worlds of fun um in kansas city that had like i don't remember what it was but it was like a lighthouse or like a boat or something and while you were like sitting there watching it they like sprayed water at you and like rats ran quote unquote unquote rats ran under like, your feet oh. <laughs> uh, with uh. with air and that was like my first experience with like a 4d theater that's it robert you alive <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> i've been non-stop coughing i've been trying to keep it <laughs> muted <laughs> thank you man this is like I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll, cut, we'll cut that out. Joey, start <laughs> choking on something so we can have a 4D experience with Robert. <laughs> I want to die. Don't don't say don't. that. <laughs> no, say um, that. I I think that the scratch and sniff stuff happened along the same time where there were a bunch of 3d movies like it was around that time everyone all the theaters were like we need to find the next thing and i guess maybe that spike kids 3d movie that was a good one dude spike kids (laughs) 3d is like that is the pinnacle of the 3d experience there's no other movie that will beat that name one if anyone knows something send it in because i want i want to see it but Spy Kids 3D is the top. Nothing beats it. I don't think uh, there are any 3D movies besides Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. You don't see Christopher Nolan coming out in here with Tenet 3D, do you? God. <laughs> don't tempt him. <laughs> Ultimate viewing experience. <laughs> oh, wait. Sharkboy and Lava Girl was in 3D. Same oh, thing. There's the, that and Spy Kids 3D are the exact same movie. They're, they're the same <laughs> frames and everything. Yeah. I'd, I'd believe that. <laughs> They're making uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl 2. Wait, so what? Know. Why? Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Because we're in the age of remakes. Are, are the kids going to be like kids again? Or are they going to be the adult actors reprising their role as like adult Sharkboy and Lava Girl? So I think the the girl, uh, Lava Girl, that actress, her only role was Lava Girl. That's her only Hollywood role. One hit wonder. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think she was like Hollywood's toxic. I don't blame her. It really. Yeah, is. I don't. I don't either. And I think she's coming back for to re- is it reprise or reprise? How do you say it? I think it's prize. Uh, reprise. Reprise. Um, <laughs> with with yes. fries. <laughs> yeah, it's with fries. Uh, well, she, she's doing her the same role, I think, if I remember correctly. Will I, George I, I didn't Lopez want to say be returning? I, I wasn't one hundred percent. God no, he got canceled, dude. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, did he really? George Lopez, yeah, he's been canceled for a long time. 
Oh, I must have missed that. <laughs> yeah, he like used to say the N-word on set like oh. all the time. Oh, I oh, didn't really? know that. Was I, that honestly, on the George Lopez show? Too. I'm pretty sure like he had a bunch of like N-word jokes. Oh and, gosh. Like, people on Twitter I could again I could be remembering this wrong. But I could have swore there was something about this like in twenty seventeen. I'll look it up while uh, mm. while Robert or Michael, you tell your story. I, well, it wasn't really a story. I just didn't want to say this because I wasn't one hundred percent sure. But uh, it's it's not Shark Boy and Lava Girl two. It's a spinoff in the same universe with some of the same characters, and it came out last year. It already came out. Yeah. Have you seen it? Um, God, no! You couldn't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's it? What's its reviews? Are they positive or negative? Yeah, I yes, I have is. no interest in looking, but I will for you too. I I'm sure it's overwhelmingly negative. <laughs> Oh, it's called We Can Be Heroes, by the way. Um, we Can Be Heroes. That sounds like it's a song. I, I vaguely remember this. Oh, that's right, because I forgot Pedro Pascal is in it. No. No. Oh, yeah. Fantastic I actually actor. like him. Why would he do that? <laughs> I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't really know why they thought this was a good idea. Yeah, it looks like it was only on Netflix, too. Um, but it... Uh, I remember they because you're right. They brought the girl back, but they didn't. Taylor Lautner didn't want to do it. I don't think <laughs> I so. They they recast him <laughs> because Shark Boy and Lava Girl have a kid, and it's about their kid. What? I'm 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 pretty sure. Here, let me look up the see what I can get some reviews here. <laughs> um, audience rating summary: lots of five stars, lots of one stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, maybe this has. No, oh. bad reviews. Hold on a second. Wait, I'm, I'm a, ro- oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Well, <laughs> this, this, this is literally the cast of Narcos. The two main guys. <laughs> oh, what the yeah. heck? Yeah, that guy. I, I, I'm not seeing that guy in too much, but I know he's in Logan. And he's great in Logan. The yeah. blonde hair guy. Is that yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Slater's in this too. You know? Oh, Christopher McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> um. Rotten Tomatoes and, and like obviously an aggregate website, you know, watch the film for yourself. Maybe you'll love this movie, but uh, they've got it at a 74%. So critics didn't hate bad. this movie. Um, audience scores at a sad 41% with the <laughs> little tipped over green popcorn bucket. Aw. Wah, wah. Yeah, my, uh, I, I like Pedro Pascal great in lots of lots of things he's great in game of thrones um i'm excited yeah. to see him as joel in the last of us hbo series um i don't want to do watch this at all <laughs> <laughs> um on on the george lopez scan scandal or whatever i couldn't find anything but apparently he made a joke um, he made a Trump joke in 2020 and the secret service came after him and people wanted him arrested <laughs> for that um he also got charged with battery at a Hooters because of oh said boy. joke. Ooh, I do kind of remember that. I remember him getting into a fight. Yeah, and then um, apparently his ex-wife wants his kidneys. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I don't think I I don't know I I can't find anything about him being that bad. Well, good job, Robert. We're yeah. now faking news, Joe Miro. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> Also, if you're coming to Jamaica for news, then you're making a bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was George Lopez. I'm sorry, George Lopez. I'm I'm so sorry for all yeah. the slander. 
George Slanders will listen to this. He will listen to this and be very upset at you. Well, what can you do? Um, well, since it, it it turns out George Lopez is apparently not a racist, um, at least based on the fine researchers at Jomiro. Um, <laughs> For five he, seconds. He has an incredible performance in the original Shark Boy and Lava Girl as Mr. Electric. And if you want to make your I eyes agree. and ears bleed at the same time, go watch him. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Uh, what was his electric puns? He had some puns. They were bad I don't too, know, but... but he would he would make puns and then he would make weird faces. That's really all I remember. You know what I'm talking about? He'd like he'd like look George down Lopez. and he'd be like, "What is like What is he looking at?" <laughs> um. Then there was also the the dream song, uh, sung dream 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 by... dream dream. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that song. <Did> we forget. <laughs> yeah, that song was great. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, we spent the first twenty-one minutes of this podcast uh, listening to Joey give us the worst <laughs> introduction of all time. Yeah, that <laughs> was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Um, maybe we on, <laughs> or we can keep talking about this. I really don't care. <laughs> now let's move on we'll act like the beginning never happened anyways hey guys this is joe miro thanks for tuning in um we'll start from here <laughs> um so now that we're at like the pinnacle of the year for food you know you guys agree yeah you guys agree anyways the, the pinnacle yeah. of the year for food yeah <laughs> what holiday has the best food I just think it's funny how you phrased it as all. <laughs> it's like it's like you just had We're Halloween. The Super Bowl for food right now. <laughs> you just had Halloween, which is like all about like really good candy, and like now that it's over, that candy is kind of on sale right now, so that's perfect. We are like three days away or something like that. Yeah, wait, hold on. Yeah, we are three days away from Thanksgiving right now, and Thanksgiving food is spectacular it is amazing and christmas food is basically thanksgiving food so that's really good too I, so um, we are at the perfect time of the year for holiday food I, i'm i'm sorry to interrupt again i just want to call out the fact that we can be um in a random day in april and you can tell me how many days um minutes seconds are left until halloween but the week of thanksgiving you have to be like wait because <laughs> because i clicked i clicked on my phone and it said 18% charged. So I have to wait I had to wait for that to go away for it to tell me what today was. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I clicked on it and I was like, "Oh man." Okay, the 22nd. <laughs> yeah, so what holiday has the best food? What? What do you what do you mean what? <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Okay, I didn't know that was a unanimous decision. Oh. I didn't know everyone thought that too. <laughs> this is like well, fine. Let's rephrase that. What's your favorite holiday? <laughs> Can we get that again? That was me rewinding time to change to change what I said. Your sound affected Joe this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, favorite holiday food, just in general, of all the holidays, I guess. I'm gonna have to stick with Thanksgiving, bro. I know it's food. <laughs> It's not food. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> We're doing great today, guys. <laughs> what a what a question. Uh, the question still stands. <laughs> All right. I'm not tired anymore. <laughs> Fine, I'll start I'll start then yeah, since go you guys it. don't have anything. My favorite holiday food is stuffing. I love stuffing. If I could just eat that like on Thanksgiving instead of like the turkey ham, etc. If I can just have a plate of stuffing, I'd be fine. I'd be totally content with that. I, I think I mis- I think I misunderstood when you rephrased your question. You mean like single like item yes. or like, okay, yeah, like okay. single item of any holiday food <clears throat> or any food that's associated with said holiday or whatever. I don't know anymore. Anyway, stuffing is great. I love stuffing. <laughs> Um, I think I have my answer, but Robert, why don't you go ahead? I want to think about it a little, a little bit. If you, if you're good to go, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. Mashed How do you like your mashed gravy? Potatoes? Mashed potatoes say, with some butter. Put some mashed potatoes on your stuffing. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. All See, of that, it together. The whole Thanksgiving plate, you just you just combine the whole thing together, and it'll be so good. It's like no. a big like jumbo no. of Thanksgiving plate. Yeah. Oh no. yeah. Thanksgiving that, plate jumbo, yeah. No, you you must <laughs> separate your food into little no. sections on you, your plate. You probably use the plate with the little dividers. No, no. <laughs> I would love to. When I was a kid, maybe. Yeah. Now hold on. <laughs> when you are at Thanksgiving, you get the biggest plate you can. You load that bad boy up. It's going up over the little ledges. Yes, no doubt. I'm with you. But what you do? To get your maximum Thanksgiving food experience, keep everything separate. Then, no. what you can hold on now, what you do is you take a little bit of mashed potatoes and then you use the stickiness of the mashed potatoes to grab other pieces of food. So, if you want to just enjoy the green bean casserole, you can have some because it's not mixed in with everything. If you want to have just some mashed potatoes, you can have some. If you want to have just turkey, you can have some. But you get extra mashed potatoes, so you can use that as a binding agent for mm-hmm. all your other food and get it all together, and you get best of both worlds, separate and together. It's You see, I, I, kind of, I see where you're going, but I disagree. Like, you want to make the most out of your plate? Don't separate it. Just put everything on top of each other. Make like a little gravy crater or, um, I mean, mashed potato craver and just like put all the other stuff like inside of it a little bit. Like you mix like your corn in there and your stuffing in there and your ham no. and your turkey and your no. gravy and like you just mix it all together on your plate and who cares if it's touching? It's all going See, the same place. It all corn. tastes good. It it enhances the flavor of no. the food. Wrong. Yeah, Wrong. <laughs> Michael, Wrong. For everyone at home, Michael hates when his food touches, no matter well, what it is. I can tell you why, you monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, oh, Rollins is calling me right now. Mega, so. Mega Man Wait. Zone. Rollins, you're on Joe Miro. Go. Yeah, now she's on Joe Miro. This is the second week in a row we've had a phone call. All right, Rollins, you're on Joe Miro. I thought you guys weren't recording it until five. Nope, it is, it is four. <laughs> we started at four. <laughs> yep. Hi. <laughs> uh, Rollins, up? quick. Uh, oh. Nothing. I just got my eyebrows done. I'm gonna go pick up food. That's really about it. That's all. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, Robert and Joey, she can't hear you right now. I've got my headphones. Uh, ask her. In. Yeah, what her I, I assume she can. Uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food, Rollins? Uh, 
on mac and cheese or your mom's ham that's got the brown sugar on it, that slapped. Yes, good answer. To be fair, All the right, question well, is more broad than just Thanksgiving, just so everyone knows. Okay, love you. Not you and Robert, or not Joey and Robert, but I love you. Bye. I love you too. It's harsh. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's, it's kind of harsh. Bye. Oh, well. Wow. Yeah, oh, well. She Anyways, love them too. Bye. <laughs> just so everyone at home knows, we're not we're not stuck at the Thanksgiving here. It could be any holiday food. If you like hot dogs, you like hot dogs. If you like, uh, I'm out of Thanksgiving. I'm out of holiday foods. But if you like it, you like it. <laughs> <laughs> if there's Thanksgiving food and there's and hot there's dogs for, and there's Fourth of July and there's Fourth of July food. <laughs> And there's nothing else. Because Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving food and Christmas food are basically the same thing. So they, they just count in one category. And then there's like like Fourth of July food and like, I guess Valentine's Day and Halloween or candy. But the candy is really like not really a food, but it kind of is. Um, and then I'm kind of out of holidays that have food involved. <laughs> So why would you open this your Dude, topic? I, as I don't know. Favorite I, <laughs> I told you I came into this. I came into this recording expecting to do the bit, and once I decided <laughs> that was that was dead and not good, my whole my whole everything just got shattered, <laughs> collapsed. Well, actually, you just reminded me. So oh, yeah, I know I did. Let's come on, save me, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle Tom is. He's just like, he knows everything about every country somehow. He, so like a few years ago, we did a Greek Easter, uh, like Greek Orthodox. My family's not. A Greaster. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Remember when I said I retired from this podcast? Maybe it's time for Joey to retire. <laughs> Dude, this is my this is my goodbye episode. <laughs> I, I, I am crumbling. I am falling apart at the seams. It's time for retirement. <laughs> A true house of cards. Uh, anyways, so Michael Tom randomly decided he told the freeze side of the family, which is my mom's side. She he was like, hey, like we should do. And Easter, like, just all get together, have, like, some sort of meal. And usually whenever everyone in Erie gets together, they all go to Tom's place because he just has a cool house. There's just the way that it's situated. It's kind of a little bit open concept. It's like a small old building downtown Erie. So it has, like, both, like, a rustic but new feel to it. I don't know. It's, like, both worlds. Anyways, we always go there. And he decided, hey, we're going to have a Greek Easter. So we made like tons of just Greek and Mediterranean food for Easter. And it was like an Orthodox. My family's not Orthodox at all. Like they're, they're all Catholic on that side of the family. So <laughs> I don't know what the Pope would think, but it, <laughs> it was great. We had some dolmas. We had some falafel. We had a bunch of other things that I don't remember the names of. Um, my uncles like brewed some very specific wine for it. Not brewed. What's the what was the word for wine making? They made some sort of like wine or something. Um, yeah, it was just like a, a cool little holiday thing. It was very different. I'd never experienced anything like that before. But that was a, a great holiday, a, a different but still special and cool uh, holiday uh, dinner. I would love to because it, it feels like kind of what you were saying, Joey. They're they're like Easter, uh, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. At least for me, are all very similar. And when it comes to the meals, so I would love to like experiment and do something different some year uh, that maybe like 
<clears throat> experience like what another like culture sort of does sort of thing like you Shape were talking things about up, just just order pizzas just a whole lot of pizzas for for um christmas i've i've never heard of pizza but i know there are hot dogs <laughs> yeah so i guess um if you learned anything today it's that um thanksgiving is the only holiday with the best food um <laughs> I mean, the holiday is literally founded it, it, the, on like people coming together and eating food. So, you know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of in the name. Um, Joey, you okay? Um, so, for those of you at home. Joey is messaging us separately. Um, I'll just go ahead and read these off here. Guys, I'm dying. Drowning. Same thing. (laughs) Silence. There's nothing else after that. He said that basically as he was finishing his last sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a mess today. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing great. It's a Monday, whatever. Are you okay? I, I was understanding that as something happened, but now I think you're just worried about your own mental health. <laughs> no, I'm cool. I just, need, I just need sleep or something, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Joey, I think you're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to I wanna go back a little bit, rewind a bit, uh, and talk about separating mm-hmm. our foods. that's the rewind animation noise yes thank you for clearing that up (laughs) um i uh yeah so uh, for those of you who mix your foods and say things like uh it all goes to the same place so what's the big deal um you know i i just i I guess I appreciate my time here on this earth and I want to enjoy things. Um, not just, you know, eat food, move on to next thing. So, uh, I appreciate the things that I I put into my body. My body is a temple. Stop. (laughs) We're not, we're not body is temple in here. (laughs) Um, but in all, in all seriousness, um, I, I, I just can't imagine going to thanksgiving and just getting eating the same the the same thing the whole time by just mixing it all together i I, it's an experience thanksgiving is an experience and it should be treated as such it's still different i mean you mix different things each time you go you go up for like six or seven plates and like you mix different seven (laughs) so what (laughs) because thanksgiving is a day-long event it's not just like the just the dinner or lunchtime between like two and three. It like starts at like eleven and ends at whenever you go to bed. Like That's it's true. a it is a full on like event that lasts the entire day. So yeah, throughout the whole day you eat a lot of times because what else are you gonna do on Thanksgiving? Not eat. That That's is just that's just odd. That's just that odd. Is, that is not how my family has ever celebrated Thanksgiving. It is very uh, much like we 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 spend a lot of time together during the day and we talk a lot and um, just focus on are are just just hanging out with one another um and then the meal is sort of the the culmination of all of that is it's like the 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 peak of the day 
Uh, my, my family does that while running around the house with, with plates. We just all eat throughout the whole day and we're just like hanging out, watching football, doing the other stuff. But we're like eating throughout the entire day. <laughs> Am I alone in that? I, I thought that was just what everyone did. Honestly, I never really second had any second guesses. No, yeah. My family, what we do is we usually we go out to the farm for a little bit. We take one of the goats inside. Uh, we, you know cut it from the waist down take some blood into a little pentagram circle (laughs) (laughs) with some candle lights do a few chants to summon the dark lord and then we have a nice little meal you started here and you're like take the goat inside and my first thought was robert's farm has goats and then 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 you kept going and i was like oh okay okay When he said goat was when I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of the same as you, Joey. My family just like, everyone wakes up late and we come downstairs. We eat in the dining room because the only time we ever eat in the dining room. And uh, we just eat and talk. And then everyone usually just sits on the couch for a little bit watching some sort of TV show that's mildly funny, but it's a lot funnier because everyone's tired. And then, oh yeah, the the midday nap is like a Thanksgiving tradition. Absolutely. What is it? Is it tryptophan that's in turkey? It'll put you down, dude. <laughs> like you just you just eat so much food that you get tired, and you get the itis, and you just you just sleep. <laughs> and then my family goes back for round two, but it's kind of like uh, the food is just out or in the oven, like keeping warm. Yeah. And then we have like a second round, and then you know it's just kind of people eat when they want. You're just hanging out. My family loves a good puzzle, too. Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's at least like three to ten puzzles done. What size puzzles are they? Oh, it can range. The smallest I've ever seen my family do was 750. The most. Dang. Yeah, the most was like a 6,000 piece puzzle or something like that. No, 5,000. Did they finish that in that one day? No, it's never in one day. Oh, okay. I was like, that's wild. No, but sometimes my family will spend hours in one day working on a puzzle. There was like one time where we all just worked on this one. I think it was a 2000 piece puzzle two Christmases ago. And we got like 60% of it done in one day. But it was like, it was so difficult because like a lot of the pieces were so small and they were very precise. Like you would have a piece that looked like it fit almost perfectly in where you had it and you'd have it there. And then you'd have another piece that looked just like it, like just the same shade of sky blue. And that one would fit more perfect. And that still wouldn't be the right piece. And you're like, what, what the heck's going on here? So, but it's fun. Kristen and I have, Kristen and I have started like maybe, I don't know, two or three different puzzles that we've yet to finish because we just like get distracted and stop doing it for whatever reason. But I just have such a hard time finding motivation to, finished puzzles like both of these puzzles have been the like the a thousand pieces which i assume are like the the regular is that like the the medium difficulty or the normal size yeah i've i'm never home to complete them so i've just decided it's going to be the the task of my parents to complete this puzzle so i've given up on trying to complete them just got to go with what you got Start building Legos as a family. It, you know? Yeah, honestly. They, they still have all my childhood Legos up in the attic. Get them out. Relive your memories. 
<laughs> it's nostalgic. It's the best. I need to grow up. <laughs> oh. So that no, means no, you just no. can't no, revisit no, no, no. things from the past. I Do need not to grow, grow up. up. I'm too good for things like that. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> Dude, there were these kids. I, I had to step away for a second. There were these kids who were just being absurdly loud. I thought they were murdering someone. Is it the same kids that stole the package that you talked about? I have no idea because, oh, okay. uh, as usual, I get up to see what the what what's going on because it had been going on for five minutes, um, and there's no one outside. <laughs> so <laughs> I ran away the second I looked. So uh, I don't know. Um, but I'm still I'm still processing that, so I, I apologize. <laughs> well, how about you speed up your processing and tell us what you got planned for us today? Transition. <laughs> What's the noise for transition? Yeah, give us give us one. Zoom. <laughs> nice. That's no, no, that's like moving fast. That's so moving from one panel to the next. But Zoom. It all, it all, yeah, it sounded like there was like a question on the end of it. No, it was just it was yeah. just it just started up high and it went down low as it continued. It was like zoom. No, that's not how it sounded. <laughs> it was like zoom. um what do i have planned for you guys today you know i actually had a bit of a, a brainstorming creative burst um this past weekend full warning fair warning if i hear those kids again i am leaving in the middle of a thought but it's kill just them. geese right now. Dude, go chase kill them. them all. <laughs> go chase them. Okay, okay. Don't actually do that. I gotta leave that one in my notes. Make sure that gets cut out. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I, I had a bit of a creative burst of brainstorm uh, this past weekend where I was just kind of like, yeah, I got some good ideas for Joe Miro. Um, but the one I'm going to use... Um, well, th- most of the ideas I came up with are, are going to be a little bit uh, on the long side. So um, to stick with Thanksgiving tra- the tradition or uh, sort of theme we got going on here, uh, I was just thinking about Joe Miro as something I'm thankful for. So I want to ask you guys, what has Joe Miro done to positively impact your life? Um, like, like I said earlier at the beginning of this, it's one of the few things that I look forward to every week. Like it helps me get through my either bad week or long days when I'm like, Oh, I get to record tomorrow or something like that. So it's always something to look forward to. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. It's always nice to have something. It's at least once a week that. I don't know, just to, it, that I can come to and just have some fun. I don't know. I, I, every single time we do one of these things, I laugh, which is nice. So there's a lot of like serious things in the world. And especially during these times, communication and hanging out with people is at an all time low. So um, I don't know. It's just fun. And that's uh, it's pretty. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Also, on top of having something to look forward to, um, as obviously you guys know and probably everyone else knows, we don't live close to each other. We all live in separate places, so we get to spend 
like an hour or so talking to each other and doing whatever comes to mind or saying whatever comes to mind and doing stuff like that. Yeah. You know, coming up with <laughs> strange fighting game introductions. <laughs> it didn't have to be a fighting game. It was just a video game where you select a character and your character is the host. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, looking forward to that every week. That's fun things. And the occasional guest. Always fun to talk to another random person or whatever. Or whatever. Um, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> I, uh... I, I, I think one of the biggest things that I, I honestly didn't think about until like just now is I feel like I, every week, or not every week, it just feels like sometimes you can get sort of stuck in in place and feeling like you're just going through the motions and the routines, you know? Um, and even though Joe Miro is, you know, like like Robert was saying, like, you know, we, we do it about once a week. <clears throat> and so it's it's sort of part of that routine. Um, I never know what you guys are going to bring to the table. And so, so it doesn't, it makes Joe Miro always feel like something new, you know, and it, it always breaks up that mundane sort of feeling I, I get at the end of, especially since we record on weekends a lot. Um, uh, we've been recording Mondays recently, but that's besides the point. Um, so it's, it may, maybe it's kind of weird, but like, even when you guys are, like telling me like how you are and like how your days have been and how like your weeks have been. It, it's almost like I, I I'm like sort of like vicariously living, like getting to step outside of what I've just been up to and what I've been doing on a daily basis. So it's, um, I don't know. It's, it always feels like a nice refresher, I guess. I don't know. I definitely feel that. I think also, I think at least for me, I feel like our friendship has grown a lot more over the past couple months, at least for me, because I, I, I was not super present for a while. And because I was the guy who was living far for the longest time. Um, and I didn't really get to spend as much time with you guys in person. And now even more so with like the limited ability, it just feels nice to know that this is like a constant. This is something that I can always come back to and, and enjoy yeah no absolutely um and i think i when you started your twitch stream because that was something that joey and i sort of approached you about when you started streaming robert um and i think that at least for me also sort of came from a place of like well, joey and i are here like and and robert's so far away but it's not like we never talked to you or anything we just didn't talk too often um, but we were all still close. It was like, this would be a great way, especially when you like double down and you're like, I want to like full on like Twitch stream as much as I can. Um, it felt like a really great way for us to all stay connected. So when you stopped that and then, I mean, it was fine. We still all talked obviously, um, more than we had before the streaming. Um, but then Joey said he was going to move to St. Louis. And the, for those of you who have been around uh, since the beginning of Joe Miro, you might remember that around the time we started, Joey ended up moving. And I think that's kind of part of where the podcast came as well. Like Joey was going to be far away. So I'm going to um, stay right now. This is the first time it's been mentioned where I live. Yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, it's true. I I have well, not mentioned and. Unless someone else has mentioned it, I personally have not mentioned where I live. Uh, you gave away my secret identity now, Michael. 
<laughs> now I must well, relocate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of the millions of people that live there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're going to find you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, when Joey moved to the moon. Um, That's better. <laughs> We, it was like how we, it felt like the podcast would be a really nice way for us to all stay in touch since everybody was moving. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's I think that's been like the most present benefit. The the one I think about the most is just how like I always get to talk to you guys. Um, and not just like texting or even like a phone call or anything like that. Like we we get to have like genuine conversations and, and catch up um every week uh at, nearly as in person as we can without it being like facetime or something um for at least an hour so i don't know jomiro's jomiro's been a really positive thing and when i was like what am i thankful for because you know you get asked that a billion times every <laughs> every year um this is one of the first things that came to mind Oh, that's cute. I agree. <laughs> um, I will change my answer now, though. And... <laughs> no, stop it. I meant it. So... I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny because, like, I think we largely have gotten so much better about there being no dead air. Um, which you know dead air is inherently bad um i don't care what anyone says to me um but we also have moments where like <laughs> there's like extended silence where you can tell all of us are on the other end like is someone gonna say something <laughs> 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 which is honestly funny <laughs> all right well that, that... <laughs> <laughs> So that time I was doing it intentionally. Um, the other times I'm definitely nervous. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's about all I wanted to cover. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add? That's actually this is the first time I've been asked what I'm thankful for this year. Oh, yeah, getting ahead usually, of the game. Yeah, everyone's always like blah 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 blah, blah, blah. and then I'm like blah 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 blah. blah. And this year it's been and so <laughs> is that your sound effect? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> <coughs> well, been you, good. This are you guys not thankful soul. for Jomiro? No. This is our <laughs> Jade anniversary, dude. <laughs> I don't know. This is pretty cool. It's nice. <laughs> also it, it's been kind of cool to like reconnect with people i haven't talked to in a long time i hadn't talked to john in a long time yeah the special host oh yeah it. yeah and uh randy i hadn't talked to in years i had never met david before so it's kind of cool to meet someone new I'm trying to think who else have we had on here uh never met rollins before so that was cool yeah um <laughs> why are you uh, laughing uh, do you talk to Tyler Reed too often? He was another guest we had on. I was not on that one, though. 
So oh my god, I thought you were. Oh, I thought Joey was gone. I, I think no, no, no I remember I did, being there. But I did enjoy getting to hear his voice and what he had to say. We we've said for the longest time that his girlfriend Kaylee will be on at some point, but they recently moved and she started a new job. So they've they've been and they also got a dog. So they've been insanely busy, but um, it will happen eventually. So you can kind of catch up and talk with Kaylee too, and then we'll have Tyler on when you're on as well at some point. Um, and then also, um, good friend of ours, primarily Joey and I, um, his name is John, uh, not John Prokop, who's been on the show multiple times. Um, he reached out asking if, uh, he could be on as a guest sometime. And I would love to do that because I think there could be, I don't know how it would happen, but John is a massive board game guy. And Robert, I know you are as well, obviously. Yeah. Why haven't I heard of this John before? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if you've met him before, but we need to all get together and do a board game night or something because he's he's huge on that stuff. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. I'm for it. Um. Also, if if anyone listening, um, I don't know if I've actually if we've said this before, um, or at least I'm open to it. <laughs> if you guys aren't, please feel free to just be like, no, that's stupid. Um, anyone listening, uh, if you've got any ideas or recommendations for someone who would be an interesting, uh, guest, I personally am all, all, all open for it. I, I'd love to talk to people. Or even know. if you yourself want to be a guest, let us know. Or we don't. Withhold the right, we withhold the right to tell you no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> or to ghost you. That too. <laughs> That's our way of saying no. <laughs> Or maybe I just didn't see your message because I'm not paying attention. That's also yeah, possible. That's also possible. Joey, is there anything else you wanted to add? But no, I, th- I think that covers everything. Uh, TLDR, Jomiro, good. Jomiro, yeah. good. good. Yeah. Yeah, Jamiro, Jamiro not bad at least. Jamiro opposite <laughs> of internet. <laughs> but wait, Jamiro on internet. Yeah, yeah, mm. but but internet hold bad. Jam- Jamiro solo good. So it opposite. But Jamiro need internet to survive. Or does the internet need Jamiro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me no think so. <laughs> Let's ask our good friend uh Mark Zuckerberg. Oh god. <laughs> you got a Mark impression for us coming, Robert? I was uh, waiting for actual Mark. No, because <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it sounds more like a Sesame Street character than Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> See, that's because I can't imitate a lizard, so I can't do it. Oh! oh, oh Robert, goodbye. Bye, Robert. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get... <laughs> you get lasered by a satellite. Yeah. <laughs> Met- Meta's going to get you. Damn. Robert, do you have a topic? Uh, Yes. Um, also, wait, real quick. I just remembered something that you said during the thing full part about how it's really cool. You said it is like really cool to hear 
different things each time. Like everything's a surprise. And, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, sometimes we surprise ourselves, I think, <laughs> with the topics we have. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> so. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> uh, but also, speaking of surprises, I was thinking earlier today, like, what's something strange that you have started watching? All right, like, maybe it's like a YouTube video or channel that you're like, I didn't think I would like this thing, but I do. And that could be a video, a show, a, a game, just something that you recently found by accident. You didn't think you'd like it, but you do. <laughs> what? Now... I'm thinking I'm gonna, it too. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and I I could be wrong. Oh no. <laughs> Has this topic been done before? I believe so. <laughs> no! a, little, a little familiar. <laughs> or at least partially. Like the because uh, <laughs> like the whole theme of like what's something that you didn't think you'd like that you ended up liking yeah is very I think similar so. I think that's what it was um, this is a cousin of that topic so something you stumbled upon i think uh wrinkles it enough um yeah i'm looking for some randomness here yeah yeah i just <laughs> god dang it are you sure there isn't another topic, you know, where you might ask uh, something like what has a stranger done for you? Recently? Yes. Yes. I love it. I love that. <laughs> I'm glad that this is what is held over my head instead of the hermit crab incident now. So, yeah. oh, don't you oh. worry. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, may I have the floor? So thank you all for following along with the fish saga. I have some tragic news. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I have I have an update that I would like to share with you all. Um, I'm worried. The fish, primarily known as Jimmy, is dead. <laughs> Jimmy, the, it was the hat that was lucky. It wasn't yeah. the name Jimmy. Um, but wait, there's more. Our beloved snail, it is also dead, and it died. How? In, I don't know, but it crawled underneath our pirate ship and died, and we can't reach it. So now its dead body is just kind of floating there and being oh. pushed around. <laughs> and the only way for us to get it is to bring lift up the entire like pirate ship, which is like at least like almost half of the tank. So <laughs> we're we're gonna struggle to get that snail out. But yeah, Jimmy and the snail are um dead. Thank you for following along. There will be updates <laughs> later on down the road. The other four fish are fine. <laughs> Do not name them. There we I did not. It was all it was all part of a test. We, it was a, name, it was like an experiment and we named Jimmy did as you a name group. The snail? No, I did not name the snail. Are you sure? Oh, I'm God. I'm positive. We just called it the snail. You better check with Krista just in case. Every time I told her about feeding the fish, we referred to them as the fish. So <laughs> yeah, Jimmy and the snail are, are dead. Sorry guys. Rest in peace. Press F to pay respects. Actually, um, moment of silence. Real moment of silence. Real moment of silence. Go. Thank you.
Thank you, listeners, for joining us in that moment of silence. If you are not silent, that's we disrespectful. Will know. Yeah, very disrespectful. Um, something. I, I'm trying to think of what my YouTube history has sort of uh, been flooded with recently, and I can't think of anything too crazy. Like I've got some like content creators I follow and things like that and trends but like nothing too weird i think something that i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of bend the rules a little bit go for it that i i didn't expect to like but i didn't seek out watching this is the show friends have i talked about watching friends very much on joe miro you have mentioned it before um so rollins and i have this whole deal where um she despises anime um but i got her to watch death note with me and she was like okay i can see why because death note's like my my favorite anime it's one of my favorite shows ever um and it's a quick watch too so she was like okay i i see why you like this show so much um and that was that and I tried to get her to watch some other stuff and she wouldn't have it. But I was finally like, okay, Attack on Titan ends uh, this January or it begin the final leg of season four begins this January. Um, I think it's a fantastic show. And I was like, will you watch it with me? It's it's just a couple seasons. It's, it's four seasons. Um, some of them are on the shorter side. Um, and... Uh, she was like, no, I, I don't want to because she was super worried that it's it's going to be violent. And it is. It can be pretty violent at times. Um, but we eventually came to the conclusion that I will watch the entirety of Friends if she will watch Attack on Titan. Um, or something to that effect. And um, I got to say, I kind of love the show. I, it's I a think good one. It's... So like the the thing with a lot of sitcoms and Robert said this on Joe Miro before is it's sort of just like uh, just going through the motions like every episode and every now and then something comes to spice it up. Um, but friends was so early on in this era of sitcoms and like what a modern sitcom is that it like you can see them like figuring out how to come up with that routine through like at least up to like season five or so uh because for a lot of it like things something will happen in an episode and then it will impact them for the next like eight episodes um it's like they're they're situational things obviously that are like that only like take place in that episode like there's um i want to say it might even be a thanksgiving episode where they go outside and play football and that's the bit for that episode um but like there's one episode when they're like they they have a bet or something and it's two of the girls versus two of the guys and if i can't remember what happens if the girls win um but if the guys win they get to switch apartments with the girls and the girls have to live in their apartment and and any other like sitcom i can think of this would be like a bit for five seconds and maybe the guys win and they switch apartments and then at the end of the episode they're like we hate living here and they move back because it would be too much trouble for the rest of the episodes to be like 
to to like stick to that idea or premise but like the guys win the bet in that episode and then they switch apartments for like the rest of the season and there's stuff like that all over the place like i just and its characters are really strong and i I definitely think it's fallen off a bit like past season five where it feels like it's getting a little ridiculous at times and things are just too out there and they aren't being as adventurous with like some things but like i don't know i just I think it's like genuinely a very strong show and I understand now why people like it so much. And like I said, it's not like perfect or anything, but like for its time, especially I can definitely see it. But even now I, I like it quite a bit. So I think for me, that thing is friends. I think friends is, uh, really surprised me. No comment. Yeah, Friends is Friends is a really good show. Robert, you haven't you haven't seen it, have you? No. So I, I would assume people probably. Oh, hold on, I have to move my mic. Uh, I would assume people probably think that I hate Friends. I do. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll jump on that train. I do too now. <laughs> so here's the thing. I I don't hate Friends. I just don't like it. And I've seen about five episodes. Uh, from different portions of the show and a few episodes that are probably more than five, actually. I don't remember how many, but I just, I just couldn't get into it. What I don't like is when people think it's the pinnacle of comedy. I just certainly not. Yeah. That, that it's like there, it's like a group. There's the people that think that the office is like their, their personality. And then there's (laughs) people that think that friends is also their personality. And that's what gets on my nerves um, because it's like, it's just a show. If you liked it, you liked it. That's awesome. And you can talk about that. And uh, like, I'm happy for you, but it's not like you're not a character in the show. That was not your life. Like there's other good things. There are other really great things out there. Um, but it is, yeah, it's just, it's just not for me, but if people like it, you know, I'm, you know, that's good for them. Um, since since we're talking about kind of like sitcom TV shows or whatever, um, I highly recommend Brooklyn Nine Nine to anybody who would like to watch a new show. Very very good show, big fan. You just earned some Jacob points. Jacob likes Brooklyn Nine Nine too. Oh yeah, Nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so Jacob did it with me. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a Brooklyn Nine Nine thing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, good show. Um. Uh, something else I, I want to call out is I think the acting for the most part is like shockingly good. Um, it's a sitcom, so it's not like they're like, like doing anything insane or like ultra convincing. But like there are a lot of parts specifically like Rollins knows my, my favorite character is um, Ross. Um, yes, same. Yeah, I like Ross a lot. I, I think everyone hates like, Ross. Yeah, I mean, he's a bad person for sure, or at least he makes a lot of dumb mistakes and dumb choices. Um, but something about David Schwimmer's acting, like just his his, he just holds it together so well. It, he always makes me laugh. Um, and uh, but the, I, you know, I really wonder what it is about like shows like Friends in the Office that people like gravitate so hard to. Because yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like. Like I, I, I've seen a handful of episodes of The Office, and I completely get why people like it. It's, it's very funny. Um, I, I, 
I already know like everything that happens in the show, so I have a hard time watching it. But like, God, people are obsessed with The Office and Friends. Like, they're Can I good, give you but my prediction or not prediction? Please. What I think about that because it that too. I I would assume, and I this it's gonna sound like I'm dunking on people. It's not. I don't know how else to say it, but I think it's because those shows are more interesting than their lives. Oof. And I, I hate to say that, but I, I think that's just because like sometimes in this country, life can get really, really dull and boring, especially if you're just going through the motions and especially if you work in an office. Um, you know, I think that's why mm-hmm. the office is super appealing because it came out around like the great recession also. So like, there's a lot of like there's a lot of shared experiences there's a lot of like relatability and so people can gravitate towards those things because it's like wow that would never happen in my office but that's so that's like so funny it's like i can imagine that happening in my office and how funny that would be and i don't know i mean like it i would assume that's probably why some people take that up as like their identity or maybe they were never allowed to express themselves and the office is like something that's funny and it's something that everyone else thinks is funny and so they uh, they attach onto it because it's like here is something that i can share with other people and i don't know i i can't psychoanalyze this because i'm no psychologist but that's just what it feels like when i run into those sorts of people is like they never got the chance to really develop who they are and what they like, or they have always felt like threatened with trying to like share who they really are. And so like, here's this safe thing or my life is really boring and there's nothing really going on, but here's something really exciting and something I can always go to. Those are like the two things that I always feel like I see. There was tons of office people back in Kansas. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Uh, And I like, honestly, I, 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 I could totally see that, um, especially like for where I am right now in my life. Like, friends is very hashtag relatable. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're all like in their like, or at least when the show starts, they're sort of like in their mid twenties, and it, it, it's it's almost like sort of like reassuring to watch the show because it's like you know again at least for me like i never feel like i have anything figured out um i know a lot of my friends my age feel the same way Mm -hmm. um for sure so so like it's it's sort of nice to see them like go in directions and try at things and oftentimes fail but sometimes succeed and it just it, it feels like very much like i'm going through like there, there are some moments where it feels like they ripped a page like straight out of my life. And I think the, you know, credit to the the writers of the show um, for being able to create a show that's as accurate, I think, as Friends um, when it comes to stuff like that, despite the, the lack of like any real internet in the like mid 90s when the show started. Like there's there, there weren't like like memes weren't a thing, you know, like that that relatability as a concept wasn't as like i don't know exploited as it is now um but i think also that is sort of what gets people to it's a component of what gets people to be like 
this is my life. Like they just, they just get it. Like I, I, you know, like maybe, maybe it's the same thing for the office. I mean, that's part of the office too, is it's, it's relatable in that way. Like you all have your like quirky friends at the office sort of thing, you know, it's validating. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. I think some people probably never get validation. And so when they, they see this thing that, you know, every sitcom has like issues. It's all like relationship and it's not just like partner relationships. It's also like friend relationship, parent relationship, coworker relationships, stranger relationships. And that's like, you know, our life is relationships everywhere. We're running into people all the time. And a sitcom always raises the stakes because the characters always do the wrong thing. Because if they did the right thing, it wouldn't be an interesting show. It's like, oh, I could tell my girlfriend that this girl fell through the ceiling onto the bed and that would make everything interesting you know that would like solve the problem it's like no okay the girlfriend thinks that this dude is like sleeping with someone but you know there's like this zany occurrence that happens and no one tells the truth because it's like oh they come up with a reason and you know or like oh yeah there's that guy in the office who hides uh the stapler in jello and it's like yeah i have a guy in the office who like hides my paper clips every now and then and it's like it, it's there's some sort of validation there and i i think that there's so much shame about expressing yourself in this country that like when we get like an ounce of it it feels like amazing because it's like wow they get me they understand me and it's I don't know. I mean, and I, 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 to be clear, like, I, there's nothing wrong with enjoying either of those shows. Like, I, like I said, I mean, like, I, I love Friends so far, um, and I do think it's fallen off quite a bit, um, in terms of quality. But like, I still, I still enjoy it, and it's, it's. I imagine the same thing for The Office. I've heard The Office is really good for a while, and then they just run out of ideas. Sort yeah, of. Yeah, near the end of the show, like the last, like, I don't know two seasons or whatever it does it does really fall um but yeah i i I definitely think part of the reason just almost objectively like one of the appealing parts for both of those shows is that like validating sort of thing um but yeah i didn't mean to talk about friends so much i'm so sorry (laughs) ah that's what the show's for dude Ah dude now you're all good dude yeah dude <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> um i also want to give a, a shout out to uh i was talking to joey about this um but uh, i've been playing forza horizon 5 um for those of you who don't know it's a car game it's a game where you race sometimes nice cars sometimes be- uh, really beaten down cars and uh, i won't get into it but i absolutely love this game i've never liked the car game in my life besides like mario kart <laughs> um and i highly recommend it for anybody with an xbox or uh, a good enough pc to run it it's freaking fantastic and i just i i just downloaded it on a whim and i just i don't want to stop playing it it's really great so that those are my things mainly friends but uh, also shout out to forza i think not I think I know. Um, my thing is Animal Crossing. Um, it's been a series for the past twenty years or whatever, and I've never cared. Um, I've always had one of the Nintendo um, consoles, and I've never been excited about Animal Crossing. Um, but during the pandemic, when that whole thing went down and New Horizons came out, 
I don't really remember what exactly it was that made me want to buy it, but I ended up buying it. And now I have like, I don't know, 500 or something hours into the game. And I think it's the most out of all my games on my Switch. So I definitely didn't expect me to like it, enjoy it, care about it at all. And I ended up loving it a lot. Uh. Animal Crossing was that for me as well, honestly, a little bit, because I, I got it because I thought Rollins would like it, and I felt like it was something we could play together. Um, turns out the co-op in that game sucks. Um, oh, it's it's abysmal. It is so, so bad. So even though like I, I spent lots of time playing with Rollins in the co-op or what skeleton of a co-op system it has, um, I still found myself like just that loop of the game where like you do all your stuff for the day and then you, you finish and then you, you go to sleep like in the game, but you go, you can go, you go to sleep in real life. And then when the next day starts in real life, there's a bunch of new stuff for you to go and explore and, and look at and do. And it's, it's super addicting. Um, and yeah, so it, I, I was the same way. Robert. I have not touched Animal Crossing since March of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so much silence in it. I remember I, Animal Crossing. I I think I might have had like a thousand yard stare for a second because I, I, I was just trying. I was going through all the memories and I was literally walking through the museum in my mind. And I was like, oh, there's so many fish I haven't caught yet. Oh, God. You just got to get good, bro. <laughs> thanks for the advice bro <laughs> get good at animal crossing yeah, get good <laughs> dude uh, i spent way too much time on it and i burned myself out and whenever whenever i experience burnout i experience it hard it takes mm-hmm. forever to get back into something i was on duolingo for a while like months and then I was trying to beat this dude and I spent the whole day doing Spanish and I haven't gone back since then. It I remember that you talked to, you talked about that on one of the earlier episodes. Yeah. The same with animal crossing. I put in like dozens of hours, I think o- over a hundred within like just a few weeks. And then I was like, Nope, I'm done. <laughs> like I just can't do it anymore. I don't know why. I, I want to say, because I, I remember that. I remember you like going to your island and just being like, oh my God, Robert's put so much time and effort into his island and it looked amazing. But I think I remember you being like, if I continue to do this, I will not have a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That sounds like, right. I'm, I'm doing so much of this right now. Like so yeah. much of my day is dedicated to Animal Crossing. Yeah, because we were working from home and I hated my job, so it wasn't right. really working. So... I'd tell my boss, yeah, I'm doing some research. <laughs> and then I I was playing Animal Crossing because I was super depressed. And I was like, I need something to get me through this day. <laughs> like, God, like, I, I mean, I already wasn't going out. And then it was like, uh, the government says you can't go out. So I was like, ah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Just in the nick of time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
do you have a thing, Robert? Yes, I mentioned it earlier, uh, purely by coincidence, but Narcos. Uh, I started watching that recently. I don't like drug shows. I don't like anything to do with cartels. I don't like big violence stuff. I don't really care for things about the government. And this show has all of that. But somehow, I find it very interesting. And it's got Pedro Pascal in it. Mm -hmm. It's got that other dude who's blonde. can't remember his Mm -hmm. name. Um, And they do a great job. And maybe it's the history aspect or the fact that everyone is a great actor in it. And uh, it just... I did not know much. I don't know hardly... I, I don't know anything about the Colombian cocaine cartels. I hardly know. I don't know anything about cocaine. I don't know anything about the eighties nineties really. Um, so yeah, I'm a fake nineties child, I guess, but that just the, the, they really encapsulate like all of the, the events that were going on and like how deeply rooted everything was affecting Colombian culture, American culture, how America interferes with other governments and like how within the government different agencies are also working against each other in some aspects and there's like the way that bribery works like everyone thinks that bribery is like i'll give you cash you give me information but like there's so many different forms of bribery that this show just kind of lays on the table is like this is how people get information. This is how people coax information out of people. This is how people beat information out of people. Like it just, it really lays bare like every single way that like either the government functioned or the cartel functioned. And everyone is like a three dimensional character. Like they even made, so the, the main like quote unquote villain or villain, he is a villain. <laughs> it's Pablo <laughs> Escobar did some horrible things, but they, they definitely like, He's not just like this evil bad guy in a dark spooky tower with an eye patch and a cat in his hand. He in a British accent. He is like a family man, surprisingly. And like through the whole thing, like you care about his family and even his cousin, who is like his business partner, when something happens to him, I won't spoil it, but when something happens to him, you're like, whoa, like I feel bad for the bad guy. This is like a really conflicting feeling. Um, I was just really surprised because usually all the drug shows or drug movies that I've seen are like, yeah, we're going to go down to Mexico and stop the drugs. Yeehaw! And then they go down there (laughs) and then they go down there and they stop the drugs and they wave the American flag and the president salutes them and starts crying a single tear and they say, God bless you. And then they pin a, little metal on them and then they say you've stopped all the drugs and then the guy goes home to his wife and he says i've done it and then that's the movie well all right (laughs) you really took a magnifying glass to that (laughs) that design (laughs) i'm not bitter (laughs) um netflix is so great for that sort of like exploration and experimenting with with shows that you might might not normally watch you know like that entire platform is like designed for that sort of thing for people to just like 
see an interesting description or uh, poster and just be like, I'm going to watch this. Like I'm, I'm bored. Like I'm going to watch this. And um, Narcos has always been one of those shows that I see it pop up and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to start this one time because it looks super interesting. And uh, again, Pedro Pascal is fantastic. So it's uh it's worth a watch. How long is it? How many seasons have you finished it yet? I have not finished it. I'm on the very last episode of season two. I don't know if there's another season. There might be. But I know there's also Narcos Mexico, which is a spinoff, right. uh, which I w- I've heard from a friend is also really good. Season one of Narcos is amazing. Season two, slow, but then it speeds up at the end and then it, it's, it finally starts feeling good again. Um, but I mean, it's 10 episodes per thing. Each one's an hour and it's pretty dang good. Um. This is also a friendly reminder for anybody who hasn't. Uh, go watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Great show. Really good show. Have, have you seen Breaking Bad, Robert? I can't remember because you were talking about how you don't typically latch on to stuff like that. That's true. Yeah. So Breaking Bad was something I loved when it came out, but I was really hesitant to watch it at first. So I like waited years before jumping on it for that same prejudice of like, I just don't like drug stuff. Like it just always feels the same. But then when I started watching Breaking Bad, I was like, I'm dumb. <laughs> Why did I not watch this? <laughs> I mean, it, it's obviously just like in a, a, a league of its own. So it's it's I, I understand like you not liking stuff like that. It's just that like so much of the other stuff in the show, like just the quality of it all is the the the, the music, the yeah, the pacing, the acting is just all it's like so high caliber that it like even if you don't like stuff like that, like you should watch it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a gold standard television show. Um, one more shout out because you got me thinking about Netflix and and how it it, it almost reminds me of YouTube, where YouTube like gives you like a recommended stuff. Um, mm-hmm. like you just see stuff on Netflix and you just want to watch it. Rollins got me on, and I know I've talked about this a little bit. Um, but just Netflix has just sort of got me interested in like. <laughs> reality television no um it's been a minute since i've seen one of the shows but um just like just a lot of it is trash tv and i think a lot of some of it is very very actually good um like shows like too hot to handle (laughs) no robert don't that's a good show (laughs) which which is a show about a bunch of um just i don't even know like people who were like too attractive you know what i mean (laughs) they're all put on an island and told that they're told that um they can't have any sort of romantic or uh sexual activity and if they they uh, remain abstinent then they get a prize at the end but uh, for every like kiss or you know there, there's sort of like levels for it you learn you lose uh, an appropriate amount of money for every act committed um and the first season came out and i believe they all left with like 12 dollars each <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's stupid it's just it's just like you can tell like the people who run the show were like this is the idea and then the the people at Netflix or whatever were like, yes, 
<laughs> like then that's it. Like that's there there's not really there's not much intricacy to it. Like there's the premise and then you just watch how these people interact with that premise and that's it. And it's super entertaining though. Like I, I thought it was super entertaining and it's it's trash television. But then there's like the circle, which I think is genuinely like a really big brilliant sitcom show that I look forward to every single time it comes on. Um that at least for season one minimum showed a lot of like real human connections with and like the the casting directors i don't know if you'd call them casting directors the, the whoever picks the contestants for that show is a genius because i spent like the first two episodes of the first season thinking it was actually scripted and none of it is it, they're they're actual people just put in this environment for those of you who don't know the circle is a reality show where um like eight or so contestants are put into rooms and um, they can only communicate through um, a sort of like text feature with each other. It's, it's sort of like a social media um, reality show game. Um, and every few episodes or so, they have to like block one of the other players out of the circle. Um, and it's become more like gamified. Uh, since it since it started um but again that that first season really felt like it was just about people building connections um and deciding like like when it gets to, down to the final five people you can really feel it, that it's a very tense situation for everybody involved and they don't they don't want to get rid of another player because when you block a player is what they call it um they're sent outside of the circle and they're kicked off of the show but there's a lot of people who had to like vote off their friends. Um, and it seems like genuinely like gut wrenching decisions for them. Um, even though they're like, they're, they're, it's, it's hard to explain. And unlike too hot to handle the show, the show I think is very intricate and they change lots of things as it progresses. But um, I Netflix has really turned me on to reality television for better or worse, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Reality TV bad. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that God. bad. No. <laughs> Disagree. Bad. We got any Bachelor fans in here? <laughs> I've never watched The Bachelor. The Bachelor is uh, not. Wait. One of them. I watched one of them. I don't know. Isn't bad. Bachelor in Paradise is even better. Not going to lie. I, I like. <laughs> Well, obviously, Kristen, Kristen made me watch them, so I watched them, <laughs> and I'm just here to say they're not that bad. I mean, if I can get turned on to the circle and uh, too hot to handle, then, you know, maybe I should start watching The Bachelor. <laughs> How about you, Robert? The only reality TV that I will watch is The Great British Baking Show. Kristen watches that as well, and she loves it. Yeah, because everyone's so nice and wholesome, and that's I, what I want. I don't like it. No, <laughs> because they're nice and wholesome. No, no, no. It's it's more it's more so their their accent for too long kind of like annoys me. You don't like their <laughs> accent? No, I really don't. Man, Joe, like, just how my, just like Michael was talking about the circle. There's that one girl in the last season. I, maybe two seasons ago, I don't know. I really didn't like her just because she talked a lot, and it, I just didn't enjoy listening to it. Yeah, I know. Oh well. So if someone starts talking in an accent, it's do you fine. Start, 
No, it's fine for like the first like five or ten minutes, but if they just keep talking and talking and talking <laughs> and you hear that for 30 to 40 minutes, yeah, it's going to get annoying. <laughs> if there's anyone out there with a British accent listening to this, I'm so sorry. Please continue to listen and don't cancel the show. <laughs> We've been we've been canceled like four times already, probably. Oh well. Anyways, hey, thank you all for listening to Joe Miro. This has been <laughs> this has been a really good episode. It's been really fun. Been really crazy and stuff like that. Um, anything you guys want to say before we go? Um, <laughs> what have we learned today? Thanksgiving food. Good, uh, Jomiro. Good reality TV. Bad, mm, wrong, bad, bad. Wrong. <laughs> Internet, bad. Um, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I had something I wanted to say, but I, I don't remember it, and I probably never will remember it. I'm gonna go eat now. So, uh, Joey, you can come up with some other <laughs> strange sign-off if you want. Oh, no. You're talking about from my bit? I already had it planned for my bit. Oh, thank God. Nice. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. All right. No, thank do you, it. guys. Have a good one. Bye. This has been Joe Miro. Joe Miro. <laughs> Rather abrupt. Joe Miro. Joe Miro. Made me want to yawn. Come here, Joe.